And holy hell, it is Hellcast, and I am Reaper with Dennis. Delaware is back. I don't always get to look at you, you know, it's always over the phone. So when it's maybe as the Hellcast fans have heard last, it was in person, but yeah, know, it's but always not always the case. That was two years ago, I think. That exactly. Studio. Well, it's been some years ago for anything. And yeah. it's the only show in the podcast world of metal that can pretty much confuse fans. What the hell is going on? Is this show around? Is it not around? And why? Is that guy just putting out records? Is he not going to put out a show? What the fuck is going on? Well, we don't know. <laughs> but we're here now. Yes. And that's what's going to be important. So... We'll go with that. I am slightly pissed. Why am I pissed? With the world of technology, with all the stupidity that goes on on Facebook, hey, check out the the dump I took or the, the meal I ate on Facebook. Pictures of the People cat. People are only liking or, if not, doing what they need to do and share and make Hellcast constantly talked about because that's the only way that you can get people's attention in this world of people just blabbing about stupid, pointless shit. And that's exactly what we're doing on the show. But hey, it's a show that's coming to you at a different platform that's going. So we need to be noticed. So help be noticed. Share the hell out of this. Tweet, if you will, or whatever the hell that is. Hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. Annoy the fuck out of me with some stupid ass thing that was a number sign, but now is not. And do whatever else is available in the you or the world of social media. Why the fuck would we want to support you, Reaper? Because last time you told us all about the metal rules. What are the metal rules? I don't remember. <laughs> but one of few. them. Yeah. Well, oh, maybe you know. Maybe you know. Trying to remember back to that. I don't even remember what episode that was. But uh, I think one of them was, well, it was a question of a rule. Yeah. Is long hair necessary to be considered a metal head or a metal fan? So I don't know that we, or that you said that that was a hard fast rule, but it was in question. And the yes. reason you're bringing that up, Reaper, is why? Because I violated my own rule. I hacked off the hair, and goddamn, am I glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't hurt you at a head bash because you certainly were still recognized by a lot of people that came right up and said, "Oh, hey, I know. you cut your hair." It was crazy because I was like, "Oh my god, people are going to be like, no one's going to recognize me," which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> But it, I just figured that they wouldn't. But then it was like, hey, 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 re- hey, hey. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, whoa, uh, what's up with this? I'm re- I'm more recognized. I, I don't understand what's happening. But, yeah, it, it had to go, man. I recommend it to all metal fans. Stop holding on to this. Get rid of it. We don't need it. It's a pain in the ass. I'm sick of going out and cutting the grass and coming back with a tree in my hair, you know, and branches and all this stuff or or whatever the hell. It's just a pain in the ass. Or, you know, buying products and what condition do I and Kitchener do I need? I need to go get a haircut because my split ends are just bothering me. Or if you just ride with it, it's like, oh, my hair looks like shit. And it's getting, you know, knotted and stuff. And it's like, oh, a man should not be having these problems. I'm getting rid of this shit. And I finally got rid of this shit and... Life is a lot easier. Now, will that affect things? Well, did you think less of me when you saw me with the shorter hair? I can't say that I thought less of you. I think your metal knowledge still speaks for itself. I don't <laughs> think the hair had anything to do with it. So no uh, no Samson. I don't mean the metal band. No Samson Yeah, for you. Well, the problem is, too, when you're going to go... See, most people are probably sitting there going, well, I want to hack the hair, but what am I? Go- what is my hairstyle going to be? That was precisely my question. That was mm-hmm. precisely what helped kept the hair in the first place. And it was like, well, you know what? 
I'm never going to figure it out until I just go for it and just hack away. And hack away I did. And I was looking like the baseball, the baseball player version of myself. And I, Which you know, isn't a bad look. Oh, well, thank you. You know, yeah, you're, you're very welcome. But a lot of people <laughs> do when they get rid of the hair, then they start going for the hat do. The hat you know, do? They always wear the hat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, either forwards or backwards. <laughs> I wear a hat. I do say it is backwards usually. Oh, right. Uh, not to the side. No, oh, no? Backwards. See, I was going to rock it to the side, man. No. Yeah? No. Yeah. No, no. The, the, with the, your Limp Biscuit straight... shirt. Oh, not yeah, with your Limp Biscuit shirt? Oh. Yeah, I was going to bust up my Limp Biscuit shirts and go to the side. No, I was like, I was going to go for that straight brim. And the, straight brim. And the, and you're and down the with tag the on the, the front, you know. Like it's this valuable product that's like, oh my god, I cannot damage that hat. Even though right now, as I wear it and sweat because I'm fat, it is, <laughs> and the sweat glands are going on this thing. It is not being damaged by me bending this brim. No, it was just like, what the fuck do I do? So then, ultimately, wa- walking around with this haircut, this style that I'm feeling like, oh god, I'm a douche, but whatever, I don't give a shit. It I, I, it was jeopardized, and I had to ultimately just hack it all off. So now I'm ro- I was rocking the the just bald head for a little bit, yeah. And yeah. then it's like ah, uh, my head's getting cold as it's getting colder out. So now I'm growing it in, and basically got a little a bit of a, a fro going. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit <laughs> of a fro. Yeah. So then, what, where's where's the go from there? I don't know, but Man. hey. It's a little. It's well in in some forms though. It is it, it is kind of shitty because the the long hair is nice because you could just roll out of bed and not give a flying fuck. Yeah, pull it back and you're ready to go. Yeah, where it's like, God damn it! It's been a week. This hair's feeling a little bit long, and I, I'm looking. Yeah. You know, it's looking a little bit fro. Start wolfing, you know, as they say. Yeah, hair starts wolfing a little bit. So it's like it's it's too much hands on with it. Or if you got a dude to go with, it's like I, I now I gotta buy gel. So it's it's an ongoing battle. It didn't resolve yeah. the issues that I was hoping it was gonna resolve, but it did kind of. I mean, it just got rid of a big pain in the ass. I was getting sick of that shit. So anyone that's wondering, and especially as I see it more and more as the you know the heydays of metal, the the establishing factors and the people that have done it are getting older and balder. I yeah. definitely suggest it. If you're one of those people looking in the mirror going, all right, it's getting a little thin. Well, hey, do yourself the favor and just hack it off and be done with it. Because if you're thinking it, everyone else is thinking it <laughs> <laughs> and noticing it. So you might as well do yourself the favor. And there you go. You I mean, that'll answer your question. Like, what would be my hairstyle? Well, if you're going bald, it's going to be pretty much it's inevitable to aim bald anyway. to say you're going to be going with the head of skin. But not a skinhead. Out now from Hell's Headband. Crucify Vaults. Songs of the Dead Available on CD, cassette, and digital download. Your soul. 
you were at Head Bash. You were at Head Bash with me. And did we did we rock out with our cocks out, or did we sit in the corner miserably and hot like we did the previous year? Oh, we were definitely rocking out because it was wasn't nearly as hot this year. There's definitely some cock out too. I'm Not hoping. that I saw. I don't know what you were looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. Well, yeah, I know you were hoping. Yeah. <laughs> All the way from Delaware to come here. No cock? What the fuck? Hey, you're, you're lost, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I know. I was wanting the gain. <laughs> In this pussy world of PC bullshit. I was expecting some people to be bitching about, like, why are these racist bands here? And no one was. Like, it, it, there was, like... You know, there was a, like Mexican people selling stuff. There, there was just, there was all colors and creeds and what what have you. And everyone was giving getting along, which is a which is a good yeah, thing. I mean, people definitely uh, kept the peace, which was good. I mean, I didn't really know about Grand Balowski before attending the event. I wasn't a fan. Uh, I had never really heard them. It was cool that everyone did try to get along. You didn't really see. Yeah, many rifts between the fans there because I think that's important for the bash to continue. I mean, obviously, if you had people brawling each other, I don't think that there'd be much of a chance to continue to have a head bash. So, I yeah, mean, it is important that if people don't necessarily get along ideologically, that they still can occupy the same space and have enough respect for I think the music and the people putting on the fest and uh, promoting the fest and the venue to uh, keep the peace, even if you don't necessarily agree with what somebody's saying. They had those fucking, what, Aryan, uh, the, the Aryan wear boots and stuff? With Yeah, there was something, yeah, I think uh, that was it, yeah. With the, they had the SS in the, the treads of the boots and swastikas and stuff, and it was like, oh my God, what, what, what are we, we're going to be putting racism in, in mud and snow when we walk? I mean, because that's <laughs> going to be the only time anyone's going to notice that this is anything other than a pair of boots. I'm not a fan of political music in general, no matter what the angle is coming from, whether it's from the right or the left, it's just not something that interests me. To me, yeah. music is the escape from the problems of the world and the things that you see on TV. Not, I don't want to be, again, immersed in it, and I sure don't want to spend money to be immersed in, right again, the world's problem. I, w- I want the music to take me away from that um, as an escape and a you know, creative outlet for that. Yeah, because that's precisely what I've always kind of even thought, too, you know, especially when you're in a band, that, you know, more so like a death metal band that's attacking religion and stuff. Like, in many ways, it's just all just fun as a, as a fan of metal would, you know, obviously can be able to conclude or just know in the yeah, back of their I mind. Mean, how much of the, of the, you know, the extreme black metal and stuff gets cartoonish because obviously you're, you can't... Uh, you know, climb to heaven and kill God, as they would. Yeah, I mean, those things don't happen. So it's like, it really isn't this serious message, like trying to get recruit people to do this following or whatever. It's like, right? Yeah, like it's it's a heavy music, it's an extreme music, and thus it should be extreme in what it's saying, not so much promoting anything more than what it's just there to kind of be. You know, and. And when it is, it's like, that's where I just get in. It's like, oh, my God, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, no, I don't, just don't have any interest in the, the political world, you know, yeah. whether it be what's currently on the news or what's currently in music. Because uh, I think a point you made several years ago was writing a political song today, come five years from now, yeah. it's not going to be relevant anymore. So what's, right, right. what's the sense of, you know, preaching that sort of thing or writing, taking time to write song lyrics for that? that aren't really going to matter, maybe not even five years, maybe two years, maybe even one year, it, it's going to be irrelevant. So what's really the point there? 
Yeah, exactly. Because how many bands could you you know think of now that were around the eighties that they're singing about Reagan and stuff? And it's like, well, now he the guy's long gone, <laughs> right? Know, he's dead, <laughs> and he's been long out of office, and thus, hell, even myself can't even relate to even know what was the problem, the the good thing or or, or anything of him when he was in office in the first place right you know and i don't i don't like i don't like me like lyrics and stuff with a direct message with a you know a figure that is you know timeful if you're going to be political and you want to say something that hey this sucks like put in a more generalized or uh you know deeper meaning sense rather than just you know putting a name on it like in a way to me that that also is like kind of cheesy and dumb or or it shows like a lack of uh, ability to write a little more creatively you know you know put something that sounded cool and 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 prov- you know thought provoking that that would in turn lure someone in better than like you know let's let's bring up this guy that hasn't been around for 60 years frankly more people can relate that you know fuck god and and this and that that you know, like Venom would be sitting there, obviously, you know, uh, on, on the later album, Casting Stone with the line, Jesus fucks you, or, you know, or in league with Satan on the earlier stuff. Like, it's just more fun, you know, because yeah. it, it, it's like a religion. So everyone's already ready to be kind of button heads and being different than we're like race more. So people don't have that choice, you know, people. Right. You had no choice in that. Sure. Yeah. So it. it now you're gonna be really button heads, and it's like that's not what it's about either. At the same time, like especially in this age with the PC system, you know, people especially don't want to hear about that. You know that they're offended by the littlest of things, especially when yes. you're gonna attack them for something they can't even control, like the color of their skin. Well, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, let's be honest, the lyrics are, aren't really very decipherable anyway. Well, there's <laughs> definitely that. Open the book and read them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't really know what they're singing about, you know. Or- yeah, talking about or what the message, or maybe there is no message, which is even better. I don't necessarily need to receive a message. Yeah, uh, through the music. Yeah, know. exactly. Let's hear some music. And the, they were at Head Bash, and we didn't get to see them. And if I didn't really know the bands too well beforehand, I didn't know who was even playing anyway. So we'll get a chance to hear them now. And here's Carasphorus with "Disturb the Furthest Stars." <laughs>
rotten UK with Reaper Follows. And I wasn't really following shit because, as most bands that played Headbash like them, I didn't get to see them. And like most releases with the unfortunate slow production time with vinyl, that CD is available at Hell's Headbangers and the LP will be available. But right now you can pre-order the, the LP. Go to hellsheadbangers.bandcamp.com and you can pre-order the LP there. Well, I think it's certainly safe to say that any metal fan has always been at the forefront of pretty much having to explain to someone what the hell their shirt says or what why would they wear such a image obviously your rolls your eyes annoys you or all the above and yet we're in a modern age now where i just saw recently you're like fuck yeah black sabbath the, the self-titled first album uh but it's not the black sabbath logo and what does that say and you're squinting you're like and then you read some like band name that's like in this black metal logo style that you never heard of. If you're like me, you know, for whatever reason, because I don't even remember why I know, that that's not even a fucking band. There is an epidemic of let's make a product line that looks like a metal band and steals all the things of metal shirts and look to thus make a fashion trend. And it's fucking annoying. Just like the Black Sabbath thing. It looks like not so much mayhem, to, to keep it short for me trying to think, figure it out, let's just say the mayhem logo. Yeah. And then literally the cover of the first Black Sabbath album. And they wanted $90 for this t-shirt. First off, I don't think anyone would pay $90 for an original Black Sabbath shirt of the first album right, or right. jersey in this case i think it was like a jersey and and, and if they did it, they, they would want it to be like it'd be a tour shirt or, or fucking original merchandise from right, that time from that era yeah let alone this this hacked this bullshit you know what i mean and like and and i saw it recently too where uh it was like mortician's logo got ripped off and because i it has to be just a word at that point if it's not right. a band that exists and it's like I don't get it. And and who are these people that are buying these shirts? Because let's find them and beat the fuck out of them. Because this is annoying. Because first off, anyone that is stupid and trendy enough to buy something that's a cool fad, especially if they're paying ninety dollars for it, which is a shit ton of money, then fuck you. I don't I don't like you. I don't want to be like lumped in with you. I don't want to walk. I don't want. Look, I don't like going in public already and like having someone start talking to you. Like, oh God, you know, like just just get out of here, you know. Like, <laughs> what's that tattoo on your arm? Like, if you're saying what, because it's fucking clearly a Michael Myers. Like, leave. Just this is go, you know, because that's, that's it's a pop culture like icon that everyone knows. So if you don't know, or if you have the like, just you you kind of know, like, because I've heard that too, and like that looks familiar. What is that? Like. What what so don't make a fucking product line to the music that I like and and it's going to be the same fucking people that 20 years ago were like making fun of my metal shirts or you know saying like just get the fuck out of here you know what I mean like do you, do you know what I'm talking about right I didn't see I I've never seen that where it was a a, a rip off of a logo or a logo style not but with real bands but not metal bands taking established metal band logos um, and, and altering them into their own. 
Yeah. Uh, which I think is really lame. Uh, and I, I find that offensive. I'm actually confused because it, it, it definitely was. I saw it on like Facebook and someone was like, you know, my, my bros and mortician, they're going to sit back and be, you know, quiet about this. But if I was in their shoes, I'd be suing because they're stealing their logo to make this product. And it's like, wait, what? Like a band that like a band that doesn't even exist. There, there's a shirt line that exists. That looks like Mortician's logo for a different word to thus suggest that this is a band T-shirt. Right, like, the whole concept is stupid. I mean, like, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's stupid if you were ripping off Lady Gaga's logo and making a, a you know a, a fantasy pop line of shirts. Right. What's what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, and it also is like, well, then you know, how about this asshole? If this if metal metal's style is appealing to you go look at listen to some fucking records and see maybe just maybe you might like it right instead of you something know? that just becomes another trend yeah you know, like I, you've even seen and not even just taking a ripped off logo shirt uh just seeing i know famous people like you would see like you know miley cyrus and like a vintage okay. iron maiden shirt or oh an, god yeah and you're like how does you gonna acquire that shirt like something and yeah that's cool like why are you even wearing it obviously you don't listen to that style of music so what's your point in wearing that if it's just a trend i mean i wouldn't wear a miley cyrus shirt no (laughs) you know so why would somebody why would she wear you know an iron Maiden shirt or whatever the band it was that she was wearing i don't know but even other you know you see other artists i saw one it was like a rap artist with a jacket all painted of like corrosion to conformity and just different bands like they probably don't really listen to these bands maybe they do but yeah i mean is this just another trend are you just following a trend or you think the picture is cool or something or it doesn't make much sense especially if you hold you know if as we do if you hold you know the music dearly dearly then you don't want to see somebody that doesn't really oh dude i would really be a fan I would be pissed like a motherfucker if I was in high school and I was walking around and you know and you got some idiot wearing this this fake shirt that's like, hey bro, hey how you doing? Like you know wanting to talk right, to me right. and like you know be my have some of this camaraderie because I'm wearing a legitimate metal shirt. I, I'd be pissed as a motherfucker because I'm like I don't like you. We're not the same. You're some fucking poser with some shitty looking trendy fad designer shirt and i'm the guy with a, uh, just supporting the band that i like you know right and those shirts are going to end up in a, you know the back of their closet or in a box somewhere six yeah. months from now that they spent 90 dollars on or whatever the cost would be so you know it's just another trend yeah i'm sure it'll be a very short-lived trend because that's how trends are they rise for a while and then nobody cares anymore but uh, I, I mean, I, th- I don't think the thing of being a walking billboard will change just because. I mean, the only people that are going to ask you about those shirts anyway are somebody that's actually legitimately yeah. interested in the music. Especially if you're at a show and you're wearing a shirt, chances are if the person asks you about the shirt, oh, I never heard of that band before. Oh, Sadistic Intent. Oh, well, maybe I'll check them out now. Whereas if you're in the supermarket, you know, mom pushing around the, <laughs> the kids in the shopping cart isn't going to ask you about the shirt, and really, even if she did, wouldn't have the intention of going home to listen to sadistic intent or check it out or or any band for that matter probably even like bands like the cky logo 
that looked like the Aussie logo or how Weezer took, you know, the Slayer Eagle and the Abyss logo and changed it to Weezer. It's like, why, why don't you just get your own logo? Why uh, are you just taking... do that, dude? We- Weezer also did uh, take the uh, Show No Mercy logo with the pentagram and stuff yeah. and put like a protractor and like pencils and stuff. Yeah, why don't you get your own logo like you jackasses? Right. Why are you taking something that has nothing to do with you? And prob- and like and mocking it. Well, the thing of it is, though, and I think I owe it to Decease for even knowing this. I guess one of the guys in Weezer was like in the metal at some point, so that maybe where that stemmed from for even to know like the you know that yeah. detail about Slayer to rip it off. That aspect's in my mind slightly an homage. It's kind of like when <laughs> when Exodus did that fucking god awful. Fed Exodus shirt yeah. and it had the truck, and I always kind of hated that too, especially when it's like, like, well, well, Exodus is a one record band for me, but as someone that would actually like like all those records, like, dude, I don't want a FedEx truck I, shirt. I, yeah, I wouldn't either. Like the the mock <laughs> logos, like, um, you know, as much as I, I I love Overkill, but I was at a show a couple years ago, and then they had it was kind of a cool idea. They had different shirts for the different cities they were going to be playing. Um, and one was like in Massachusetts, but it was overkill, but written in the Aerosmith logo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that doesn't really make much sense because why would I, if I want an overkill shirt, I want the overkill logo, you know, with, with Charlie on it, you know. Plus, I'm just to assume that the entire state of Massachusetts is Boston, <laughs> hence the yeah. reference to Aerosmith. Right, right. So it didn't make much sense. And I'm thinking, I, I, I mean, if I lived in Massachusetts, I don't think I would buy that one. No, uh, you know, I'd probably buy one for one of the other. I mean, I bought one for San Francisco when I was there because it was cool because it had you know, Charlie destroying the Golden Gate Bridge. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. I like that, <laughs> you know. And it was the real Overkill logo versus, you know, the Massachusetts one. Where, like, looks like an Aerosmith shirt. And I'm even if I was a fan of Aerosmith, which I'm not, I, I still yeah. don't think I would buy it because no, you know, it's confusing to me. Like, wh- why would I want to wear that? But you were telling me about another band, like, what, you got a sticker or something? Yeah, I had uh, ordered something from uh, the band Witch Haven, which is a pretty good band. But, um, you know, so they sent me uh, the CD, T-shirt, and then uh, it was like there was a sticker. And I'm like, oh, cool, a sticker. But it was Witch Haven written as the Wu-Tang Clan rap which, how band how the hell logo. did you know that? <laughs> and oh, they were pretty popular in the early 90s. I remember when they were popular. But, I mean, I'm thinking I would never put this sticker anywhere because, I mean, that's like not the... That's not the Witch Haven logo. That's like a Wu Tang Clan logo with, but it says Witch Haven. That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I just don't like the goofy shit. The Hell's Headbangers doing like uh, Black Sabbath Volume Four. Like that's different. You know what I mean? Like that's still within the confines of metal, and and, and it's a label at that point, so it's even more generalized than a band doing it. You know what I mean? Like that. That's cooler than a fucking. <laughs> Yeah, FedEx. I think. Mean, yeah, it doesn't, I don't really make, know. doesn't make like, any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Good job, Gary Holt. Yeah, well, like, well, it was very, it was very clever. It was like, yeah, I guess Gary, but like, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't want a shirt of it. Maybe, I mean, this maybe comes the, from the same guy that, that hired Steve Sosa to be a singer time and time again. So, hey, but I'm a, I'm a Steve Sosa fan, so. I don't know how. <laughs> I do like Zetro. Cajun hell. <laughs> well, not Cajun hell, but you the- love it, dude. You said Fabulous Disaster is a great album. <laughs> Minus Cajun hell. Minus Cajun and, hell. Uh, Minus Toxic Waltz. 
Oh, minus Lowrider, minus Fabulous Disaster, minus <laughs> Overdose. <laughs> What's left? <laughs> it's an eight-song album or nine, I think. <laughs> wow, Reaper's actually heard that album. I just thought he was making fun of it. <laughs> I thought he was saying that so he can sell a $90 t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking stupid, man. It's fucking stupid. I have no faith for the world that this is where it's going. <laughs> It, no, it is. People got you know what? In the word, speaking of Exodus, in the, in the words of Paul Bailoff, the people wearing these fake metal T-shirts need to be found, thrown out, and destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> There's no room for talking bullshit, and it's that's what it's gonna be, dude. It's gonna be bullshit because now we got a bunch of fucking mindless drones walking around wearing black metal looking shirts, and then the. Re- Ridiculous, horrible haircut that isn't Reaper's baseball haircut and, and now ultimately Afro as he tries to grow it back. <laughs> that That's going to accompany it. It's going to be this, that douchebag look, you know, that, that, that Justin uh. Bieber fucking look. And much like me in high school being like lumped into, you know, he, he's gothic because he wears all black. Right. Like it's going to be more shit like that. And that pissed me off. That annoyed the fuck out of me. It's like, no. I don't like any of that shit. I don't like Tool. I don't like fucking Marilyn Manson. I don't like any of that. Like, you're an idiot. Like, there's going to be less dismissal and just more just, and, yeah. and, and that's a problem, you know? And, and, and more so for the people that are trying to achieve their dreams because there's more going to be more weaving. And weaving through shit is no good. Well, if you remember all the way back to episode number 60 when Ash Thomas was on the show, he was talking about doing a band with Billy Razorback and uh, Steve-O from Empatigo called Surgikill. The CD's been out for some time, and then Hell's Headbangers put out the LP, which is now available. So let's take a listen to Surgikill. Here's Black Angel Assassin. Yeah. 
That was a Gaddis with the invisible fifth portal to Atlantis. And that's off their latest album, The Eternalist, which you can pick up now at Hellset Bangers. So Reaper, Hellcast has been away for a while, a couple months, and uh, you know there's been a great demand for the show to come back, and it's not that you didn't want to do the show, it seems like you were involved in some other creative endeavors, um, and I believe that that is true. Well, it's bittersweet, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to say that that's cut and dry, is that, but it's not. But yes, so Crucify Mortals definitely has a new album, Psalms of the Dead Choir, CD, LP, cassette, and then ultimately digital download. And then his shirts as well. It's funny too because, like, as it's in its promotional stages, there's a album trailer. Of course, people make the the, the connection that it's Hellcast or, or or vice versa, and then they comment like, "This is cool," but you know, let's let's hear more Hellcast, and which is great in its own, but it's also kind of like one could very well take that and get like down about it like oh fuck man like you know especially if your passion is truly music as opposed to a show where you're bitching about logos and stuff but it's it's, it's really not that cut and dry it's, it's it isn't that i can not do a i can't do a record and do a show at the same time the record's been done for nearly a year at this point there's a lot of behind the scenes just shit that's slow or that you got to do that that makes that year what it is to even get it out. There's a record, of course, but um, no, it's it's not really the reason why there, there's been a lack of episodes. Honestly, it's time and my commitment to Hell's Headbangers that would be why that there's not the shows. I mean, explore it a little bit more because people listening to this show are fans of underground music. Mm-hmm. So um, they certainly have a love and passion for that. But... As fans, I don't think that we really understand all the time and different things that it does take to put out an album from an independent underground artist. Um, and I think that people that listen to the show would be very interested to know what is that actual process and you know stumbling blocks that you would hit you know to to finally have the success of it coming yeah. out. And it's not that Crucify Mortals is even a new band; you've been around for a long time. So even with that being said, it still was somewhat of a struggle, which I think is a very interesting story that people would like to hear, um, especially being fans of underground music, to see the dedication that it takes to continue a band and, as you said, still have a full-time job, still try to put on Hellcast and other things, So you know, which shows more dedication to your craft than just... Um, yeah. Putting an album out, being on a big label where they handle everything for you. So, you know, what's the story with that? Well, struggle is definitely the word. (laughs) Uh, Shit, where do you you even really begin with all that? There's the podcast that obviously falls under the umbrella of what Hell's Headbangers is doing, and it's just a company in itself, and there's that that intertwined. So there's definitely, obviously, not much of a mystery or a surprise to hear that. I'm more than just involved in doing a podcast for Hell's Headbangers. I obviously work for the fucking label. When it comes time for doing a record, it's an easy go-to. You you work for this label, you could easily be like, hey, let's just put it out. you know. And, and of course, they're probably going to do it. I don't like that. Challenge is, is maybe one aspect of it, uh, but I don't know if I necessarily like a challenge when I don't need one. Right. right. Uh, but I don't want to just have that always that umbrella, that easy go-to. What What are my other options? There definitely was that, that, that prove-it-to-yourself point. Like, is Crucify Mortals going to be what it is because I, I have that, that, that big brother shadow to that can thus take the reins and make these things happen for you? It isn't a matter of quality anymore with, with big labels or, or any label as it is a matter of getting through, getting noticed. 
to who needs to make it known. And so uh, there was a lot of trying to see where other options could have been just to more so have that feather in the cap to be like, I broke through these this label and maybe this was a good thing. Well, ultimately, it could have been a really shitty thing. Who knows? But to, to put that aspect to rest conversationally, Hell's Headbangers is doing it. I'm glad it's here. I'm glad I'm doing that. It's, yeah. it's, it's the best decision. It's the best thing. Yeah, but ultimately, I think looking at the quality of the album, no matter what label put it out, that doesn't change the quality of the songwriting or the songs themselves. It's not like if it was on Metal Blade, the songs now suddenly are different. Uh, yeah. The songs are still going to be the same. So ultimately, the album's going well, to have to speak for itself. You know, if they if they hit you with that big label power where they're like, they heard it and they're like, well, well we're interested, but we want you to change, right, we want you to change this it. or that. I mean, right. I don't know if that's how they do things, but they, I mean, they, they very well could. So, but assuming that that didn't happen, whether, so it does come out on Metal Blade or Hell's Headbangers, the album ultimately still has to speak for itself. And if it's yeah. not of quality, it, it is just going to go into the, you know, clearance bin somewhere you know yeah and and that's obviously not going to be the case with this album for anyone that has heard it yet or will hear it uh will know but you know there's not there's nothing wrong with wanting to maybe see what your options are a little no. bit, you know it's it's certainly especially when you're doing music you know when when everyone's comfortable and like just saying yes 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 to you you sometimes wonder like are they just are they saying yes because they love it or are they or are they saying yes because they don't want to fucking talk to you and they just want to be done with this right you know I mean that's entirely the case with a lot of shit man people people lie to you up and down just to shut you the fuck up because they don't want to tell you the truth about your record there are a lot of really great tracks on this album uh, <laughs> speaking of which I know we've spoken about ominous creatures just the uh, the intensity and I know you, uh, the guitar work and I know you said that was a real bitch to play. Uh, and I can see why yeah. by listening to it. So, what's a little bit about that? You're gonna pull. You're gonna pull a reaper on me. You're interviewing people. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I didn't write most of the music on that. That was uh, the earlier incarnation of um, Crucify Mortals with with Zach, who does uh, Necrofilth, and used to be in Crucify Mortals for years up to really to the last few seven inches in this album kind of to adapt what someone else writes is sometimes a pain in the ass you're breaking out of your comfort zone right you know that and it's just fast as shit it's a fast so, track like, you yeah. know so but i mean that's a a pretty intense and pretty intense track just the guitar on that's really intense and kind of for me yeah. that's the song that grabbed me the most on the album and just you know the song the i didn't intensity. write sweet <laughs> <laughs> but that would be uh the track that would stand out for me, but as you, as the the artist that created, I mean, what's the track or tracks most dear to you? And- not Ominous Creatures. That's uh, one of my least favorite, and it's not because I didn't write it. Bringer of Death. The vocals are very clearly enunciated on this album, so was there a different approach that way? For sure. To make it clearer? It's knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. I'd be relaxed, because I, I, I had... To say I had vocal lessons would be unfair because i didn't you know it was, it was truly it was honestly a youtube video <laughs> right so it's like oh okay well this one helps me the most sitting with that and, and persisting and doing a, a warm-up and then practicing and being like i fuck i struggled there why certain techniques are all are all aren't always what you're going to just be boom snap of the fingers comfortable with to right. do 
It, it's going to be what you're not comfortable with and then getting comfortable with it to thus do it correctly. And that was per- precisely with vocals for years. Never did it that way. And now that's being reviewed. People are even pointing that out. Like, I can understand what this guy's saying. Right. The lyrics and are not, very decipherable. Yeah. And not in a like, uh, this is a lame way, as that could potentially suggest, but like more so like, like holy shit, there's finally a little more of an extreme side of metal that can actually, I can actually kind of understand, understand what the fuck they're, they're saying. So vocals are kind of looked at it more as vocals of a form of the art this time instead of just something to accompany the music. It kind of was almost its own entity, it seems like. Yeah, in a way, I guess. Yeah. Especially by, you know, the extra thought you put into what you said uh, coming around and also the fact that they are very decipherable. Um, yeah. You know. Because it's always going to be about the performance. Right. If you're a 15-year-old kid and you're just writing a bunch of stuff to sound extreme, yeah, that might work. But if you suck at it, though, too, to deliver it, then no one's going to, like, identify no it. Right. Really simple simple enough. It was, what's the what's the weakest suits of the band? And, and one of them happened to me personally, would say was vocals. Got to make them better. If you have the respect and love for the, your craft... It, it is ultimately worth in the end, even though it t- does may take longer than people anticipate, especially when you're just as a fan, just holding the finished product in your hand. You don't always know the struggle and everything that goes along with it. If you're going to put out something that especially takes, like I said, nearly fucking years, you want to make sure it's heard. If you're going to be in my position where you're kind of, you're pretty much involved with the label that's going to be pushing it, you are kind of pushing it in your own. Hence, right. talking about it on your fucking podcasts. That shit takes time. And you really got to like what you did to continue to talk about it, to continue to look at it, to continue to think about it. Because if you don't, well, then put your guitar down and, and don't bother because you're just going to be wasting your time mostly. Or you're just going to be in that, that CD that's going to the exchange store because it was just kind of like something that someone acquired for free that was given to them. Right. And I'm not saying that something that's a big success is not because, you know, obviously we've all gotten rid of that Metallica album. I mean, we all go through spurts and hopefully we'll never, no one will ever go through a spurt with this to get things to happen. You got to persevere through it. The cover itself. It's a lot to take in in one look. I think you have to look at it quite a few times, but that's what makes it cool that there's a lot to this cover. The art's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's a, obviously an artist did it, not, not you, but it's, it's something that obviously fits exactly with the, the title of the album. I think, yeah, when you stare at it and you look at the creatures that are on it. Right, it's more than just a standard uh, thrash or death metal cover. Yeah, they're not yeah. like just some demons to be there to look cool, to they're look not fierce, ripping, to look anything. Know, ripping angels apart or something. Which, yeah. Again, I mean, there's albums that have done that, and it's very cool, but yeah, you know, course, why I'm do that again? On it. <laughs> yeah. But it's been done so many goddamn times. Right. Open to interpretation as to what these these creatures are on the cover. Yeah. You know. Yeah, as it's getting reviewed again, you know, people are pointing out what they thought of the cover. And and that's the fun thing. That that's the re energizing part because I remember when when we did convert by decapitation, it was like getting great great reviews about the cover, the cover, the cover. And that's where that's where an appeal starts as a cover. I mean Without don't judge books by yeah. its cover. Well, guess what? Everyone judges a book yeah. by its cover. So that saying sucks. 
<laughs> that's just a fucking artist's dream that someone's not going to do it. So, you know, that's Judas Priest when they put out Point of Entry, that fucking god-awful cover, going like, well, please, just don't judge it by its cover. It's a great record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's where that saying comes from. So when the fact that anyone's pointing out, like, it's just rekindling that flame as I plug my own shit. Crucify Mortals, Psalms of the Dead Choir. We'll play a song off it. What, what song would you listen to on there if you had to pick one? Well, you're, I, I, you're the fanboy, I know. I mean, I've already s- talked about Ominous Creatures. Uh, All right. I love that one, but I mean, you can yeah, pretty much pick anything off of there. Let's um, do that. That's not because there's been two songs leaked already. We'll do Ominous Creatures. So there's a push anymore. And a lot of it's stand out from the crowd. People are posting the meal that they cook for themselves and are just that proud that they made scrambled eggs this morning. You know, it's hard to stand out from the crowd as someone that be like, hey, well, I'm telling you about a, like a record that you might like. Tell people that you like it because that, that's honestly how you're going to stand out with this crap. You know, support it, please. And, and thank you. Get it at Hell's Headbangers, Crucify Mortal Psalms of the Dead Choir. Dennis Delaware, man. we got to work something out how to make this happen more often because unfortunately he can't he- be here in person all the time. So we'll have to yeah. figure out how to make that happen. Yeah, definitely. I would like to be on board for uh, for more than just now. So Maybe we'll get more goofy and nerdy as, as things go on. There's the website, hellsheadbangers.com slash hellcast, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and wherever the hell else this is available. You know, Push, push, push. Otherwise, we will talk to you next time. Here's Crucify Mortals off the latest album, Psalms of the Dead Choir, Ominous Creatures. Or did you sit for me to mix